of this world. God is in charge of our life. God has the authority over everything. But man seems to be doing, we, are, we seem to be doing our own thing. We give God no attention. And so we find that the world is falling apart. This time, as we know, we are having this pandemic, worldwide pandemic. People are dying daily, which is something we have never seen. Uh, for my 62, going 63 years of my life, I have never seen anything like this. And there are people who may be 100 years old who, can, who might say the same thing. I've never seen anything like this. And it is a dark time. If, if, if the children of God don't see it, then we something is wrong. If we don't see it, something is wrong. We are not looking. And so today, I just want to have a little discussion and a little lesson on <clears throat> what we, what, where our focus should be. And where, how we should, should approach this, this, this situation and who is the only one who can help us through this time. And my topic today is Jesus is the answer. Amen. Jesus is the answer. It's manual lesson. I just touch on the topic. Some of what we, brother, we can say that this course had to do with what I'm going to be talking about. And um, <clears throat> I see we have someone right. And it's a fact. He said, how to fix America? Put, put Jesus back in all the places we ask him to leave. In our home, in school, in government, in church, and in our heart. That's the way we're going to fix. America can be fixed and the world will be fixed. We put Jesus back in the places that we ask him to leave. That's very important. Why are we having so much problem in our schools? Because they said they don't need to preach, to teach children about God in schools. Why are we mm. having so many young people causing so much havoc in the world? Mm. In, even in the school, at in school, firing guns and killing one another because they haven't been taught about God. And we need to let Jesus be the source of our life. Jesus is the answer to all our needs. Song that I used to listen to say, Jesus is the answer to all the world today. About him there is no other. Jesus is the way. Yes, Jesus is the answer to all the world today. Above him there is no other. Jesus is the way. We bless the Lord, Father in heaven. We thank you for 
praise you, we worship you. We magnify your holy name, O oh God, for you are God and God alone. Father, you know everything about us, Almighty God. You are the creator of life. You are the one who sits high, the one who looks low, the one who is in control, the one who knows everything about us, our in and our out, our ups and our downs, God, you know. Almighty God, as we present ourselves before you right now, I personally come humbling myself before you right now, Almighty God, because Lord God, I know without you I am nothing. I know, God, that you are the one who is keeping my life. You are the one who is in control of my life. Oh, God Almighty, I pray this morning that your people, as they listen to your word, oh, God, they'll meditate upon you. Don't let me be the focus. Let your word be the focus, Almighty God. Let Jesus be the focus right now, Almighty God. Let your name be glorified. Because as we have studied that there is no other name above your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Father, we thank you this morning. We worship you. We adore you. Oh, God Almighty, there is no other God like you, God Almighty. Have mercy upon us, Jesus. We have sinned and come short to your glory. We have done wrong, oh God. And so, Lord God, because of our, our disobedience, we are going through tough times. We are going through hard times. Because we have turned our back on the one who is able, who is able to, to help us. Hallelujah. Mighty God, have mercy upon us. Help us to see you, God, to trust in you more, to know that you are the art and the finish of our faith. Almighty God. Oh, God, have mercy upon us, Jesus. Have mercy, Almighty God, for there is none like you. Father, take control now. May your Holy Spirit lead and direct. May your Holy Spirit teach. May your Holy Spirit speak to your people, God Almighty. For there is no other way but your way. You are the answer to all our problems. We give you the glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Lord, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let's turn our Bibles to um, Isaiah 53. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form, no comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Mm. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes 
we are healed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Um, okay. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his sharers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see all the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. See, of Jesus Christ, by Isaiah. Prophecy as we, the, um, the one who is to come, and what he's to endure mm -hmm. is coming. And, um, We know God created us, God created man, he created Adam and Eve. Adam, man sin, one man sin, and so this world becomes a sinful world. For God, in his wisdom, has to make a way for man to be restored. If you remember, over a period of time, between Malachi and Matthew, there was nothing going on in the spiritual realm. The world, man was just going about hearing nothing from God, no prophecy, nothing at all. We were, they were just going on aimlessly, doing yeah. what they wanted to do. And um, so <clears throat> there was this period where nothing was happening between, this between that time. But God was not sleeping. God was not, was still God even on that time. But as we know 
recognize and realize that God had his plan. Has all the plans put in place. Everything God has already prepared in, his, in, in, in place for, for the redemption of mankind. But there's no way that God could communicate with man because of our sinful ways, our sinful attitude. God has lost communication. No way he could. And so he had to execute his plan. Amen. He had to send his son into the world to redeem us to him because of our sinful nature and our sinful way. And so the prophet Isaiah was giving us the, the, um, the rundown of what this, the, this savior had to endure when he comes. He said, who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who have, who have believed it? For he shall go before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness and when he shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. How did Jesus come? Jesus did not come as a prince. He was a prince. He was king. He was everything when he come. Well, he didn't come in that form. As we know, when as we talk about Joseph and Mary this morning, the story, they went to when Mary was, was expecting to have Jesus, they went to um to I think it's Galilee to pay tax, and he was, <clears throat> and there Jesus, Mary had um, child decided to 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 um to come in that time, but the place was so packed because everybody was there to pay their their tax. There was nowhere for them to stay. The inns were full up, as we would say, the hotels were full up, no room for them to stay. And here was the great God ready to be to be released to the world yet man knows nothing what was happening it was just as simple simple procedure the only three people that knew was the three wise men because they knew that they have read about the prophecy they have heard the prophecy and they have seen the stars so that's why this right um, um, Isaiah could say he had no former comely and no beauty that we should desire, desire him. He was not, he did not come with, 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 with a bang in the world. He came humbly, born in a manger, in the trough of, a, of the horse, where they, where they feed the horse. That's where Jesus Christ came. But it was the most significant, the most awesome, the most powerful, and the most 
There are so many words that we could use. That thing that happened was, at that time, was the birth of the Lord, our Lord and Savior. Did not matter where he was born. Did not matter how he was born, but he was born. Praise be to God. Praise God. <clears throat> and after he was born, we'll fast forward as he grew. His mother knew that there was something special about this young man because he, he she already knows because she knows this, where what what took place. So she already knows. But the world did not want to accept him because of the way he came. The world did not want to 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 um glorify him as savior. Especially the, 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 the higher ups. They didn't see him as no Lord and Savior. But he was our Savior. And that's why Isaiah said he is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And he hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and, he, and we esteem him not. He didn't get no praise. He didn't get no honor when he comes. No honor he didn't get. He was the savior anyway. He was who he is anyway. Doesn't matter how he was treated. Doesn't matter who, how they look at him. He was the savior anyway. And so he came and he started his ministry. At one point, he was the first miracle that he, 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 he um, performed was at a wedding where they, was, where they were having a wedding and they ran out of wine. And his mother said to him, you know, they have no more wine. And he said to his mother, woman, my time has not yet come. But his mother knew who he was. His mother said to his disciples, do what he said you should do. Just do exactly. And he told them to fill up the barrels with water. And he turned water into wine. That was the Savior. And during his ministry, as we know, Jesus Christ trod through the world, earth. And he saved lives. He drove out um, Demons, he healed the sick, he opened the eyes of the blind, he, he did great, great miracles. People were healed, people were delivered in every form and every way because he was a savior. But all of that, all those things that they were doing, he had a one focus. He was here to do his father's will. He was here to do his father's will. Why? Because God wants to restore a relationship with his people. God wants to have communion with his people. So that's why he came. 
and um <clears throat> so Isaiah said, surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, stricken of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Praise God. So, his focus was to do God's will was to the redeem mankind. And as I mentioned before that man sin, one man sin, and one man die to save us from sin, to save the world. One man sin and the whole world sin, and one man die to save the world from sin. Amen. So, Jesus came to earth, was not acknowledged as Lord, was not given a, 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 a triumphant entry into this world, was not treated as how he, for who he was, but he was our savior. He is our savior and he's still our savior today. Praise God. So, <clears throat> Here, he said why he come. Isaiah said it first. And he repeated it to the Pharisees in the synagogue. I'm going to go to um, Isaiah 61. Isaiah prophesied on this verse. And then Jesus repeated it in Luke. Isaiah 61 said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tithes unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the isle of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And they shall build the old ways, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, desolations of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the aliens shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. Ye shall eat the riches of Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Boast yourselves. <clears throat> for your shame shall have, for your shame ye shall have double. And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double, and everlasting joy shall be unto them. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering. And I will direct their work in truth. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. <clears throat> and their seed shall be no 
among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garment of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. <clears throat> for as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garment causeth things that are sworn in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I'll just go now to when Jesus was here. That will take me to Luke 4, 18 to 21. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke 4, 18 to 21. Here was Jesus. <coughs> Came to Nazareth. And he entered into the synagogue. And they handed him, and verse 17 said, And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal, to heal the brokenhearted, to recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach accept the acceptable ear of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were as were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Praise the Lord. So Isaiah prophesied. And Jesus came and read it and to fulfill that scripture in their ears. For what Jesus came for? To heal the brokenhearted. To, he said, he has anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and to the, the, the covering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable ear of the Lord. And there it was fulfilled in their ears. It was fulfilled for what he came to do. Because Jesus did all that he came to do. All that Jesus came to do, he did it. But he had to stay focused on his main Focus. His main, the main thing to do the will of God, to give his life for, for our sins. Because I said before, we were far from God. We were, no one was hearing. We were <clears throat> people who, who, was, who were doing our own thing. And we have to be restored and in, to God. Jesus came and he gave his life on that cruel cross. And these are the things that Isaiah talked about, what he went through. He was Isaiah. Back to Isaiah 53. He said in verse 6, 
all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him iniquity of us all. All of us. Didn't say some. All. Have gone astray. We have turned our own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Jesus took our sins, our iniquity on that cross. It wasn't an easy task. If you remember when he was in the garden praying, and he prayed and he prayed and he prayed. And he said, Lord, if it be possible, take his cup from me. You know the agony that he was going through. His blood was, his sweat was like drops of blood. That is that he shed for us. For all of us. Because God wants to have a relationship with us. God wants to redeem us unto him. Praise God. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He said nothing. He's brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before a shearer. He's dumb. He was brought like a lamb to the slaughter. Lamb, we know a lamb is a humble, humble animal. <clears throat> Very humble animal. He doesn't give any problem. He just keep going, going, going. Wherever you lead him, he'll go. Wherever you take him, he'll go. And that's how Jesus, the great savior, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who you can David talk about this morning who was there in creation. That's how he walked. To that cross, he was led like a lamb to the slaughter to take the punishment that I was supposed to take so that I can have life. How awesome is that? Hmm? How awesome, how great is that? Um. He said he was like a lamb to the slaughter and he opened not his mouth. Didn't say a word. He was taken from prison and from judgment and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off the land of the living. Cut off. Totally rejected. For the transgression of my people was what he was stricken. Here he was stricken for us. God said it was for his people. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Now you imagine an innocent man being, being, being um, beaten, spit upon, nails in his hand, everything that you can think of. Going through all of that for me. For me and for you. 
Sometimes we ought to stop and think, why do I, why am I here? Why am I still alive? Why did I go through that thing that, that was supposed to kill me? Why did I survive that accident? Why did my children or my child survive that sickness? Why ask ourselves why and, and, and turn to the one who has the answer, who is the answer? Turn and ask yourself why. Who did these things? Who allowed these things to happen? Who could it be but Jesus? Who could it be but Jesus? And it said, it, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, and he has put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied by his knowledge, and shall by <coughs> and shall my righteousness shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion of the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made trans intercession for the transgressors. Praise be to God. This is what our Savior has endured for us. And he deserved to be. Worship, he deserved to be acknowledged. But sometimes we doubt, and some we still have people in the world today who have not, who still don't believe in the the, 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 the death and the, the the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Still don't believe today, and there's nowhere anywhere else in any book that I have ever read where someone has gone through all of this, where someone has given their life. There's no other book that I ever read that has given this, given me this information that, about my life. None at all. And yet mankind does not want to believe the word of God. And this is what it comes down to. We have to believe we have to believe, believe the word of God, believe that what Jesus did. There are three significant things that happen here. Three significant things. The birth of our Lord and Savior, the death of our Lord and Savior, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Three significant things that we are to believe. People are coming in so many different ways today of telling us different things, how we can be saved. People are saying many different doctrines around the world today that we don't have to, to um, believe in Jesus to be saved. We don't have to do this to be saved. But the only thing that Jesus requires us is to believe 
God said, for the word said in John 16, John 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall have everlasting life. We have to believe. We have to believe, accept him. And when Jesus gave his life on that cross, he gave us a gift of salvation. Every man the face of the earth was given that gift. And all we need to do is accept. Accept the gift of salvation. We did not earn it. We cannot work for it. We did not work for it. Because if we work, it's no longer a gift. It's a payment. So Jesus paid it all. When he said on that cross, it, was, it is finished. What was he saying? What was finished? Redemption has come. It is finished. No more sacrifice. No more going into the, 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 um, the temple to ask anyone to pray for you. You are now have access to the throne of grace. As an individual, you now have access to speak to your to God face to face. Get into your closet. Get into your little corner and call upon the name of God. Call upon the name of Jesus. Because on that cross, Jesus did it completely. It was complete. He paid the price for my sin, for your sin, for each and for the whole world. So there's no looking back on, on, on the past. Remember that we read in our Bible that when when as soon as Jesus gave up the ghost in the in the in the in the um the tabernacle, where they have that that um curtain, sorry. They had that curtain where the, the priest had to go back in the hope but divide the, the, the holy from the holy of holy. And that was when if any and anyone could go back there. After the death of Jesus Christ, it was torn into. He didn't need anymore. We didn't need that anymore. Because Jesus Christ has restored the relationship. Jesus Christ gave his life for us. What am I supposed to do? What am I how do I how do I take this? How do I how do I what have, what am I what am I what how do I cheat this 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 salvation? Do I take it for granted? Do I take the gift that God has given me for granted after he has gone through so much to save me? Do I just take it for granted and continue to do as I feel like doing? No, too much has been paid for this salvation. The life, the blood of Jesus Christ has been shed. He gave his only life. He gave his life. But the key is, thank God, glory to God. He didn't just end there, brethren. He didn't just end there. Praise be to God. He didn't end there. He was crucified, he died, and he was buried. And on the third day, 
he arose victorious. Now what does that tell me? That the day will come when I will die. And a day is going to come when I'm going to rise again. If I believe, if I believe in the death and the resurrection of my Lord, and that he has given his life to save me, I believe that I will rise again. I will rise again. Because Jesus has given me the victory over death. He has given each and every one of us victory over death. My gospel, every time I speak to an even a, 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 somebody out in the world or another fellow, fellow um, Christian, I always said, if you believe in life after death, you have a choice. If you believe there's a hell and a heaven, you have a choice. If you believe in the resurrection, you have a choice. Where do you want to be after you are being resurrected? Where would you like to spend your eternity? There'll be two eternity. We think it's only heaven is in eternity. No, there'll be an eternity in hell. So where do I want to spend my eternity? There'll be two eternity, although we talk about only the eternity of God, but there'll be two eternity. There'll be no ending in hell. And there'll be no ending in heaven. We choose which one we want to spend. Where do we want to spend our eternity? So if you believe that God is going to resurrect you on that day, where do you want to spend your eternity? Because Jesus Christ is coming down. Jesus Christ gave us the victory in his death and his resurrection. In his death, he take away our sins. He gave us salvation. In his resurrection, he gave us a victory over death. Victory. So I'm telling you, I'm just encouraging us today, brethren. Look back to the cross. Turn your eyes back to the cross. Where it all started. At the cross. Where the Savior was treated like inhuman, the most inhumane manner. Just because of my sin. Your sin. And in this time, right now, is very more more important right now to turn to the cross. It's real, it was important at all times, but what is going on in the world today? What we are experiencing in this life in this time today, very important to turn back, look back to the cross. Said Jesus did it all. Jesus paid it all. And if it so happened that I should die tomorrow, I pray that I have 
gotten the victory over death. That I will rise again to see him. Praise be to God. But the next time we must remember that when Jesus is coming back, he won't be coming not just as a savior, but as a great king coming in all his glory. And the whole world shall see him. When he was born, he became simple and humble. When he's coming back, he'll be coming back in all his glory. And the whole world shall see him. And we all, those that die in him, shall rise up to meet him. Are we ready to rise up to meet him? I'm going to ask myself the same question right now. Jesus, have mercy upon me. Am I ready to meet him? Am I ready to rise up if he should come right now? Am I ready to meet him? Ask ourselves the question. Rather, I said we are living in a serious time right now, but in Jesus we have hope. In Jesus there is hope. As my topic said, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. In Jesus, put your hope in Jesus. Put your trust in Jesus. Because there's no other one. Don't care what the world may say. We, as I mentioned before, we see the confusion that is going on right now. Man don't even know where to turn. They're so confused that it's so much things going on. You couldn't believe some of the things that you see happening. You couldn't believe man. You, we know man was wicked and lie and stay bad. You can't believe them. Let the outright with it. People who we, look, who we should be looking up to to be, to be, to be helping us. Now we realize, just stop and think and ask ourselves, who can I turn to? Who can I look to? Even your family member, somebody you, 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 you know, even, even people you're close to. Can't look to people. Put your trust in Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He has all the answer. And I, um, when he, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, the peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give I unto you. Know what was Jesus saying to them? He said, take my peace, take the heavenly peace, the spiritual peace that I am giving you. No, I'm not giving you this peace that the world give unto you. Because this world's peace is gone up is 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 vanity. This world peace is is is, is dull, doesn't last. Why Jesus was saying to his disciples, "I say, my peace, not as the world going to give you spiritual peace, heavenly peace, godly peace. That's the peace we deserve. We 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 we, we desire." Not peace in this world because there's none in this world who can give out that peace. None in this world. Praise be to God. So we are to let Jesus be our guide. Let Jesus take control of our life. Look across. 
Because I started with the, with, with the cross, because uh, he, 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 bore, he bore our sins. He was, he was, he was beaten on all kind of derogatory things happened to him. But he never gave up. He never gave up. He never gave up because of me and you. So we are to worship him. We are to look to him and we are to let him be part of our life in everything that we do and in this time more than ever we need him more than so virgin be encouraged know that we have a savior who gave his life for us and he's still there making intercession for us at the right hand of his father he hasn't given up on us don't think God has given up on us because we are going through a pandemic. He hasn't given up on us. What he wanted us to do is to trust him, continue to trust him. May God bless us. May God have mercy upon us as we continue to worship him. Lord bless you and thank you.